This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Uh, uh, uh. Check it, you are now tuned in to Fish at the Water Where comedians learn from forerunners and give honor Tweety and Jeremiah mix it up like honor bombers Making sure everybody leaves educated like scholars This is Fish Shadow Water This is Fish Shadow Water Hey guys, welcome to Fish Out of Water. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Ryan. And today we have a great guest. Uh, she is a writer on the UCB Mod team, Karate Karate. She's an occasional writer for Sketch Cram. Uh, she does freelance work for Funny or Die. Uh, put your hands together for Connie Shin. Ba, 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 ba. Yay. What's up, Connie? How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I don't know why I always accidentally clap for myself. No, that was I great. I think you're supposed to, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel, yeah, I feel... I don't know. There's a part of my child brain that's like, we're all doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> if there's if there's only one thing to learn from Kanye West, it's that you should always clap for yourself. Mm, yes. Okay. If you're not going to clap for you, no one is going to clap for you. Right. Oh, wow. That's intense. Yeah. It? Yeah, it is. You know, I wonder how many people actually clap along. If you're not clapping along at the intro and you listen <laughs> to our podcast, start doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what's up? How, uh, how have you been? How is... Um, uh karate karate been uh treating you of late uh good (laughs) (laughs) we had carry on maybe two or three months ago Uh you guys had just started doing the um like the seamless transitions transitions. oh i feel like we've been doing it a lot longer than that oh maybe i misunderstood her yeah we've been doing that for like a year now Oh, maybe I misunderstood. We had, um, uh, oh my gosh, your director, uh, Mark Rennie. Yeah, we had Mark Rennie on, mm-hmm. and he, maybe it was because he was talking about it. Like he, had, I don't know how long it has been, but but yeah, that's one of the things that's very unique about your team. Mm-hmm. How is uh, how is that as a writer? Do you uh, have input on how that kind of flow goes, and when you write your sketch, or uh, no, I don't keep that in mind when I'm writing my sketch because. Um, we don't figure out those transitions until after the show's been picked out. Mm-hmm. So it really depends what's what comes before your sketch and what comes after. And I don't know what that is because right. everyone's still rewriting stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we don't figure it out till the actors are actually rehearsing. And then it's tricky to figure it out because it's something we're not trying to create a narrative. We're trying to do something to tie into the other sketch, but we don't, we also need to do something that makes it clear that this sketch is done. Yeah. So it's a weird sort of anti-sketch that you have to figure out, like a one joke that's clear enough to show that it's over, but also kind of ties into the other one. Like and a transitional button. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That and it's tricky. It's really tricky. Um, mm-hmm. uh, if you watch Mr. Show, they were really good at it, but um, they also have more time than we do. Well, and also they have the power of like editing. Yeah, like literally walking away from a sketch. So you're like, oh, okay, what's happening here? Yeah. Or like zooming into something. Yeah, like I, the one I always remember is like they the next scene would show as they pan across to a TV and yeah. zoom into the TV. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Now that's like nice seamless way to be like, okay, and now this is different. Right. Mm-hmm. As opposed to being like, now it's time to dance. <laughs> it's just, yeah. As the, do you guys do that a lot? Just it's dance. Sometimes, no, some, some uh, that's happened a couple of times actually, <laughs> and it's fine. But every now and then, it'll be something that is so jarring that it's just like it's kind of like a at the end of a sketch. I just did yeah. a raspberry, but I was scared because I'm so close to the mic. <laughs> and like to it sucks because sometimes it'll just be like oh, uh, to end a sketch drops like the way. energy of the sketch. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Hmm. like it'll almost feel like a fumble sometimes but uh, that, those are the risks you take i suppose right so do you guys individually once you have the show order and you know what's going after you as a collective group of writers do you guys kind of tackle it or do you individually pitch on what you think um, since it's your sketch right i mean it still is part of your sketch at the end of the day there's no set rules we try to come up with it as a team but if one person's like oh what if we just did this All right yeah or uh, someone came out again and did this mm-hmm and so it just it varies from month to month, yeah. Which can be a little chaotic, but it's also it's like there's no rules. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Does yeah. it is it make it kind of dangerously fun? Do you ever feel like 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 you're MacGyvering the sketch? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, I guess so. It's also like um, it's hard because um, 
you kind of have to give up control of the sketch afterwards. Right. Because the team's coming up with it. And you oh, just, interesting. Yeah. Do you ever find uh, cool, like, do you ever guys ever find ways to do, like, callbacks, or do you just try to, like, not do that and just get to the next sketch? The callbacks are great. We try to do callbacks sometimes, but it, it has to be something that's so memorable. It's like, oh, don't we want to see that again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's also, there's all the, the logistics of mod, where it's like, can so-and-so put that wig and all that stuff back right. on again? In this uh, short amount of time. Yeah, and it's like, thing. who's available, who's not changing backstage, that can come back out again. Hmm. Um. Yeah, so there's all these weird little logistical things that you have to take into consideration, like who's numbers, who's changing, what props, what's complicated, what hit, what's what's worth coming back to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. That's well, cool. Well, I jumped kind of right into the later part. We we didn't really talk about your comedic beginnings. Yeah. I kind of fumbled that. Uh, that's So we're going to... We're going to talk about you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so are you from California originally? Yeah, I'm from a suburb outside of L.A. Oh, called cool. uh, Hacienda Heights. Hacienda Heights, yeah. Yeah. yeah I just saw that. It's like San Gabriel Valley. Gotcha. Cool. Where's that? East. East. Southeast, right? A little south? Or is it dead east? Like it's just Long east. Long Beach-ish? Just... No, that's south. Okay. Yeah. I don't. Long Beach is south south. We're talking east, like towards Riverside. Like if yeah. you're heading out on the. It's like the halfway point point oh, between east. here and like Riverside. Vegas. Yeah, I was going. Yeah. That's east. I was, <laughs> yeah, that's very east. <laughs> yeah, I was going towards the ocean. Ocean. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah that's okay. west. East. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, like towards Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara's north. North. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know. Really. It might be a little east of LA, but it's definitely it's definitely north. It's definitely north when you say that. Okay, yeah. I had no idea. I'm gonna stop. Okay, guys, just do states. You guys, you guys do the geography <laughs> part, and I'll listen. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no one knows where it is. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then you um, uh, did you go to UCB? I guess when it started up here, or when when did you start? Uh, I wasn't here when it started up. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I went to school for fine arts and then I came out here and I tried to do stand up first. And then um I tried I ended up going back to school for fine uh for graphic design at FITM. And so that was like one year of my life and um afterwards I went tried to just go back to comedy mm-hmm. and then I started taking classes at UCB. And I think that was like 2010. Mhm. So uh, UCB had already kind of been established, yeah. And um, I was I also tried Groundlings because I I did improv because I wanted to meet I wanted to do comedy writing, so I wanted to meet other people to potentially uh, collaborate with. So I took classes to meet people, but I ended up really enjoying improv. So I took a lot more improv classes, and um, eventually sketch too. I think I took Sketch One Hundred One and Improv One Hundred One at the same time, which is bonkers to me now. Mm-hmm. Did you um? Uh, so when you came out to do stand up, did you get turned off by it, or were you just like, did you? How long did you end up trying it before? Well, you I were still just do like, it from time to time. Oh wow! Oh, but okay. it's just it's such a time investment, right? Like it's hard to well, because like now I do sketch and I do improv, and I almost never get to do stand up because I'll go weeks sometimes without a free evening. Mm-hmm. And it's just for stand up. I feel like you you have to have all your evenings free right, to yeah. do that. To hit up every open mic, hit and... up open mics, build connections, mm-hmm. um, schmooze those shows. It's, I feel like it's getting the same way with improv now. It the, even though there's so many improv shows, mm-hmm. it still can be hard to get up if they don't know you. Oh yeah, like um, I formed a couple of teams recently where it was just like, okay, let's do a show. Thank God we know people. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we won't have to. You know, um, yeah, I, oh, I forgot that how, what a nightmare that was. <laughs> Waiting yeah. forever, to forever go to do a show, and it's yeah, it's really weird. I mean, like I I know people, and it's still hard mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's scary, guys. What does that mean? About what me? does that mean? It's the world we live in. Yeah, just turned corporate. <laughs> <laughs> just got really sad. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you start off, you're just like, I'll wait forever. I'm going to do this show. You know, like yeah. there's a little bit of, I feel like when you're nervous or you have that nervous kind of, I don't know if you guys get nervous before you perform, but that kind of like feeds you to, I don't know, gives you energy to do it. Mm-hmm. You can wait through it. Mm-hmm. I only know. get nervous at Franklin stage. You There's only get nervous only at get Franklin? Nervous for Franklin. What about Sunset? At, uh, I haven't done as many shows at Sunset, mm-hmm. but no, not really. I get nervous at Sunset because of the acoustics. 
like oh. my voice already isn't that loud so everyone like someone it's usually someone that looks right at me it's like remember to project everyone <laughs> and i'm like i get it i have a soft voice jesus mm-hmm. christ <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe if we weren't in an opera house this wouldn't be such a big deal <laughs> we have connie's right on the mic and it's turned up all the way our volume for her so we can hear her right now just <laughs> my mouse like voice <laughs> that was a joke that went way over tweenies yeah, like, yeah. like, no that's that, said totally that's normal. that yeah no. yeah that is a weird stage it's uh it's very open and big mm-hmm. was a church it was a church it was a church yeah i, I was, thought it was a methadone clinic yeah, yeah i thought it was a methadone clinic yeah well google maps go on google maps and go on the history mm-hmm. you go back to like 20 whatever 12 or i don't know when did they build that place you know I have no idea. you can go check out the storefronts you know like mm-hmm. what was there there was a methadone clinic but there was also a church right next door so i don't know if i mean if you look at the stage you would think methadone clinic when i see that stage i immediately think <laughs> i think they yeah. changed the building somewhat from the methadone clinic okay i'd like to think yeah maybe yeah um but there was a church right next door to the methadone clinic well, go, me- going through sense. yeah sure yeah the intersect <laughs> <laughs> yeah the intersectum is all those statues were already there right <laughs> <laughs> all, all that art they just plucked it from all those yeah, storefronts like, you know what? just leave it yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll use it yeah um, so when you're writing a sketch, when you when you sit down to write, mm-hmm. what do you, what's the first thing you do? Um, I usually try to come up with an idea first. Uh, it could be um, you sometimes a premise. Okay. And I usually try to formulate the beats in my head first, and then I'll try to go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you actually try to have some sort of a like beginning, middle, and end structure your, before yeah. you write, before you write the sketch. Yeah, as opposed okay. to just blindly going into a premise because okay. it's just like you'll write a premise and then like I'm having so much fun writing all these jokes. Yeah, and the next thing you know, you have a six-page sketch that takes two pages to get to the game. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I I think it was during a sketch cram one time I was like. I was uh, I was really jacked to write some sketches, but then like I also was like okay, and then without even thinking about it, I wrote a bunch of quick, really, really quick outlines, and and it helped because then you just have to fill it in, and I was like, oh, that was that was very efficient. Yeah, yeah. Now I don't necessarily write out the outlines, but in my head I'll be like, okay, first beats this, and I I have an idea of where I want it to go. Right. And then you, it's just a matter of trimming after that. But yeah, I just premise first somewhat of an idea of what the beats are going to be and then um yeah it's just finessing from there yeah okay that makes sense do you have a book of premises that you write down as you go along your day or go about your day a book of premises yeah you like a notebook like a notepad oh i sometimes i'll make notes of like sketches that possible sketch ideas i think are funny Mm -hmm. um yeah definitely like stuff like like I have a list of pitches and stuff and it it changes though. I have a lot of lists because some stuff I'm like, this would be good for a sketch. This would mm. be good for a video. This would be good for an article. This would be good for maybe a photo project. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So like, um, and also sometimes stuff, a joke is just a joke. Right. Or if it's just a tweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So I have a lot of different lists. So yeah, and sometimes it's helpful to be like, does this have the legs to be a sketch? How often do you find yourself in that trap? Where you really just have like at best a blackout sketch, but maybe even just a tweet, and you end up trying to get three pages out of it. Um, not that often. If something doesn't have the legs to formulate beats, I usually can tell pretty soon because I'm like, you can't come up with another beat, right? Or you you have nowhere to go from there. Um, yeah, very rarely does that keep happening. Um, happens to me all the time really i'll get like two pages deep in a sketch and realize that it was not meant to be like this was meant to be a tweet this is not Mm. it takes me so long to get because i don't beat things out before i write Mm -hmm. i always just kind of get everything out in one big kind of like i take a dump on a page Mm -hmm. and then i start pruning away all the dumb jokes Mm -hmm. and moving things around to where it Mm -hmm. makes sense to me i think it's because i i write like i edit that's how i would edit a project Uh uh-huh and then I end up with a two-page sketch. It's like, wait, it's over. Yeah, <laughs> the sketch has been done, and I'm just like, 
reaching now. Uh, but maybe yeah. if you go to your like your where or like you know yeah. What who who was it? Billy. Billy, but no, Besser also said like, oh, who did we have on where they talked about that? Like, go to the the comedy generator, oh, the comedy machine, that's comedy like machine. Joe Hartzler. Oh, Joe, right? Who says just start adding information that you don't know, and then that'll lead to. Well, also, yeah, so maybe you can't it's get mileage. interesting that you treat it like editing because, well, the thing is, editing's the opposite of what you're doing when you're writing a sketch. Because with editing, you t- you get the footage, you you start with more than you need, and when you're writing a sketch, you're starting with nothing. That's wow. Yeah. That's yeah. So super you, true. Yeah. So you have you're literally doing the opposite. I'm actually creating too much and then whittling. It, it would backwards. be like someone gave you three and a half sketches and was like, "Can you create a sketch out of this?" Yeah. That's really funny. That is yeah. exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So you need to do the opposite. You need to you need to create like a basically I like to think of it as like a spine mm-hmm. of something and then um see if you can do that and if you can do that then you can write the sketch. Okay. I see what you're saying. Mhm. Like because- I I understand the temptation of just wanting to like look attack that blank page. Yeah. But it's um it's you're you're gonna paint yourself into a corner real quick, especially if, if, if it doesn't if keep, have legs at all. Yeah. Well, also if you just keep doing that. Yeah. Because even if you don't write out an outline, if you don't kind of mentally have an outline in your head, you're you're gonna end up because like you you'll end up trapping yourself somehow. Okay. So let me ask you this: So when you're writing an outline, mm-hmm. let's say um, let's say the sketch is. Uh, the only thing that's popping my head right now is colorblind doctor. Mm-hmm. It's not a funny sketch, but it's for example purposes. How would you outline? Like when you say outline, would you be like, okay, so this is the premise, mm-hmm. and then what are the three? Like when you say outline, what do you mean? I guess uh, write out the beats, the beats of it. So like game move here, game move here, yeah, turn or whatever, yeah, okay, and just make sure you're heightening and stuff like that, okay, and make sure everything is well for UCB. On game, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, yeah, okay, that makes sense. It's pretty simple, but it's you know it's, it's a bitch to do. Right, right, right. To sit mm-hmm. down, like that's. I, I mean, I and I do it sometimes. Like if I uh, I do a lot of lists on matching stuff. If I'm matching, if I'm doing like a matching sketch, you mean like a um, uh, uh, map mapping a, map, a, ma- a mapping sketch? Mapping. sketch. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's when I'll I'll make lists and outlines for that because uh-huh. it's like I have something there that I can sort of lay this over top of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I haven't ever, I don't really try it that much with other stuff. It's not a bad idea. Maybe I should do that. I mean, mm-hmm. You're the successful one. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's 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 a bitch, but it's a necessary process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. you start by writing them down and then eventually just get so good you can do it in your head, or did you always just done it in your head? Well, I didn't realize I was doing it in my head for a while mm. until for sketch cram because I was writing on I was working on three sketches really quickly um, to remember stuff. I would write up I wrote out the beats, so I oh. wouldn't have to be like, "Don't forget, you figured this out already." Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, yeah. So that weird time cram made me have to work more efficiently. So I had to write out those outlines, and so I could reference them later. Um. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. It also depends like how strong of the premise it is. If you right. have it figured out, if if it's only half an idea, you have to keep that in mind too. Sometimes an idea is funny, but it's only half an idea, and it's not a sketch yet. Right. Mm-hmm. And you have to tweak the idea first. It doesn't mean it's a bad idea. It just means it's an incomplete idea. Right. Okay. Yeah. So you taking these small little, I I I believe you could take. Okay, I'll ask you this. Do you think you can take Twitter jokes and pull them into the sketch arena into full-fledged sketches like because that's right well not all twitter jokes right 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 but yeah definitely yeah if you wanted to mm-hmm. you'd have to do some flushing of course mm-hmm. um i found out that's what i've been trying to do lately is take like these little kind of i've been practicing tweeting um, of, I've, of, no, I've seen that of recent mm-hmm. I've seen that because I've realized we have a lot of people on and everyone has Twitter and they're like yep it's, the, it's where it's going it's the new age you know Billy kind of made me we had Billy Merritt on mm-hmm. and he kind of got me motivated to do it but um, 
it was like, okay, so I like these little, you know, like you were saying, Tweety, like these little short little jokes. Let's see, can I expand that into the world of, of sketch? And it's it's hard because sometimes they're, yeah, they have no legs. And even mm-hmm. if you put them in whatever circumstance, you know, you try to, you, sometimes they can only go so far. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I got a feeling that the bit, the Hitler bit show may have started out as like, oh, this would be a really funny joke. Mm-hmm. How can we make this last for an hour and a half over two years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the Hitler bit show? The Hitler bit show. Which one? The one? Well, the one that we just did the other night. Oh, uh, Fat Hitler's Party House? Oh, yeah. Fat Hitler's Party yeah, House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 And then, like, how, like, an idea like that, how does that... You were one of the creators of that show, right? Uh, I was one of the hosts. I, I, don't, I didn't really create it. That was oh. Joan Ford and Dick Beck. Oh, okay. I thought for some reason I thought you were part of that, too. No, I was um I was one of the I don't even know panelists, I guess you would say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was a fun show. Yeah. It was super stupid. Yeah, it's super a it's great. a it's a really insane idea, but for whatever reason people connect to it cuz it's so ridiculously stupid. Mm-hmm. But fun? Yeah. Yeah, cuz it plays on a lot of tropes that people are familiar with and it's just fun to see a Hitler version of it. If anything. Yeah. 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 It's a lot of, yeah. It was it was the it's a fun idea for a show. Yeah, I I remember I was standing outside of the clubhouse. We were all just standing there, and as they were they were doing bits, and then they slowly came up with the idea for that. Like, and they're like, "Let's pitch that as a show." Like Fat Hitler's Party House, yeah. and uh, um, I remember it was so interesting to be there and see them just do bits about like fat, like if Hitler was at a frat house. And um, what would that be? Right. And they were just pitching on it. And then slowly but surely it turned into kind of an idea for a show. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's 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 weird. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, I could totally see that, even though it's such a simple, yeah. stupid thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just basically an hour plus of just mapping character sketches Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah mapping character sketches over that trope of uh uh, animal house and stuff like that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like the color the one of them was like a color run hitler Uh uh-huh which is funny because and also i've never really seen a whole lot of color run jokes oh yeah well i think people just don't want to do the makeup for that yeah yeah it's a lot of (laughs) it gets so messy Yeah. yeah 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 was that the glitter girl yes okay yeah 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 yeah. oh yeah you were in that too yeah i was there right Um, yeah that's um so lesson of that keep doing bits folks outside the clubhouse yeah because you'll get a show maybe well mm-hmm. you want to do some some pitching sure yeah let's do it let's do a little pitch so he's gonna give us a list mm-hmm. yeah and you're gonna pick a number mm-hmm. any number you want oh okay and then he's gonna figure out what that is and then he'll tell us and uh, we've had things on there like um facebook status facebook status mm-hmm. uh sound and organic sound and movement is yes. on there mm-hmm. yes uh, uh love hate love hate us uh, uh pattern game Ooh. yeah mm. so many exciting things so many exciting just Ooh. a way for us to create some ideas okay okay so um if you would do the honors number between one and 13 one and 13 mm-hmm. uh eight Los Angeles Gazette. Los Angeles Gazette. You okay. know about that. So what we had hoped of this would be uh, we'd have a paper. Mm-hmm. We don't have a paper. So I'm going to go online to the Los Angeles Gazette. I'm going to pick the first article that pops up. And then we're going to see if we can pitch on whatever that article is. Okay. A to see it. Right, living okay. r- living room it of sorts. Mm-hmm. Hmm. If my internet opens, his wife by name is Comedy Poop Butt. That's right. Wow. What do you know mm-hmm. about that? Yeah. <laughs> That's very. Let the neighbors know. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. you're dealing with? Why? Why is the Los Angeles Gazette no longer around? Is that a th- is that something we made up? It sounds like a newspaper that's no longer around. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a newspaper from like a comic book. Mm-hmm. It sounds very made up. Okay, you know what? Boy, we're going someplace. We're going to go to East the East Los Angeles Gazette 
Tumblr page. Okay. Let's see when the last time. Oh, shit. <laughs> last post, June 2nd, 2014. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Uh, Why don't you just go to like Huffington Post? Yeah, okay. We'll switch it up. You know what? I wanted to keep it local. Los Angeles Times. Yeah, we'll do Huffington Post. Why not? And, uh, okay. We're going to go down a little bit, and I'm just going to randomly pick something. Uh, it doesn't feel random the way he's like scrolling around. No. Well, it's uh, all yeah. it's all Trump stuff. So, do we want it that? Uh, That's fine. You want to do it? Yeah. Do okay. It. All right. So then, the first Trump thing is Moscow's mule. Trump Jr. Jr.'s Russia meeting looks an awful like an awful lot like collusion. Mm-hmm. That's the headline. And then it says the seven most important things about the Trump Russia oh, pop up. Oops. Sorry. Uh, about the Trump Russia emails Donald Jr. just released. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> just off the bat, what makes me funny, makes me laugh about that, is that it feels like a very, a very Buzzfeedy mm-hmm. type setup for like a very serious topic. Oh God! If you go on the CNN website, it's so jarring. You don't know what's an ad and what's not. Like legit, yeah. it's mm. very upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> like you'll click on something like, "Oh shit, I didn't know this was happening," and it's like, "Nope, that was a pop up." Sorry. <laughs> Because they're all almost equally the same size, too, which yeah. is really depressing and sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they're trying so hard to hook in millennials, but it they're, they don't quite have it figured out yet. So a lot of like, I'll, I'll open something to look at a story and then they'll be like, don't worry, we have a super short clip of whatever story you're trying to read. And they'll try to bullet point it. And I'm like. How do you have less information than BuzzFeed does right now? <laughs> it's so it's they're trying way too hard to appeal to millennials, but at the end of the day, you're, you're CNN. You're supposed to deliver the fucking news, mm-hmm. and they're n- weirdly not doing that. So I, it, it forces you to consult other resources. Right, and you gotta is is this? Are you saying like the uh, the links are ads in disguise? Or is it, you know... Yeah, that's one of my gripes about Right, CNN. so so people do promotion. That's, that's like every website nowadays. That's what I'm saying. So what if you went to a website, speak, if we're pitching ideas, that's only that? Like, it's just ads? Well, it's just ads disguised as um, news articles. But you go to it like it's your source. You know, like people take it as gospel. Mm-hmm. So you create, you know, a fit. I, I, don't, I don't know if that would be... It's It's kind of like when parents... At least my dad used to tell me a story like... He used to watch just channels with commercials. Mm-hmm. No other channels had commercials except for like a couple different channels where they just ran commercials and uh-huh. you would just watch commercials. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like a millennial would go to a website. Why would they have a channel that's just commercials? This was back in the 50s or 60s, I guess. I don't know. But because, any, because anything on a small talking box was cool in the 50s and 60s. Ah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't him. Maybe it was his dad. But I do know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's my grandpa. And he was telling me, and I'm getting confused with my dad because it was—he's old now. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, there was a channel just for advertising. Interesting. Yeah, just for commercials. Have you seen commercials from back in the day, like black and white ones? Mm-hmm. They're so weird and clunky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well, a lot of them were live too, right? Live and just—it's—they're so bizarre. Like these weird—they kind of remind me of demonstrations that you would see at Shark Tank. Yeah. Like, you think you know what your brightest clothes can be, but come over here, Miriam, and show them what real brightness is. But it's all black and white. Yeah, and it's all done, it's all done in real time, and it's, um, there, I can tell, like, from my one year in advertising, I'm like, you're doing a terrible job. Mm-hmm. You're doing a terrible, you could just see Mad Men ripping them to shreds, being like, don't use these words, <laughs> don't say that, um... Yeah, know your audience and stuff like that. They're it's so it's so insane how much advertising has changed. Like, well, also, um, they got better at making them less blatantly sexist. Oh yeah. Um, like all, all any or sort like of, blatant lies too. I mean, yeah, yeah. Fix your marriage. Here's a Folgers. <laughs> yeah, there was one that was like uh, my dad. He had all these old popular mechanics. Mm-hmm. Um. And popular science, and like, but like the ones from like the sixties, like the legit ones. Mm-hmm. And you would open it up, and it would be like, um, a nine out of ten doctors smoke camels. Mm-hmm. And oh, like, wow, yeah, like I mean, like just straight, 
lies. There's a Flintstones ad for Winston cigarettes. That's crazy. Like Fred and Barney are sitting outside of their their stone house and just smoking. But what's funny is that they're not sitting on chairs, whatever. They're literally leaned up against the house <laughs> <laughs> and just puffing away. And I'm like, I guess like a back alley. Like, no, it's not even like an alley. It's just they're outside their home, sitting on the ground, slumped up against their <laughs> homes. And I'm like, this is so odd. There's so many things wrong with this. Right. I would. Why? It's already Hannibal jarring Barbera. that they're smoking. Why? Yeah, that's uh, funny. I'd like to see like, um, like if we like, if, uh, like uncovered. I'm trying to think of like some old like the uh, Captain Kangaroo shows where it's just him trying to sell cigarettes to kids. Mm. That could be like a funny. Or like you could even do like several thirty second ones where it's just like old commercials of. Maybe Mr. Rogers would be better just because I feel like people would know him better. Mm-hmm. Character, um, yeah. Yeah. I, or something like where you see famous char- cartoon characters really breaking character to smoke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Bugs funny. Bunny, like talking normally and just like pulling out a paper, looking at the racetrack and be like, where are my camels? Where are my camels? <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids. When I'm not betting on the horses, I like to take off the edge. Yeah, with, that's really funny. With camel goals. Or like when the... Um, you know how like they always have like the Roadrunner and the Wolf and the Coyote or the co- Coyote, yeah. And he always like pull. I feel like I've seen him like pull like pull out a cigarette right before he dies or something. And they do like, oh a yeah, close up on the cigarette and it's like a camel pack. Mm-hmm. He pulls it out and then he falls. Yeah. So the subliminal advertising in old school cartoons. No, I'm saying like it'd be funny if they did do that. Like oh, oh. zoom in on the pack. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. When Coyote chooses to die, <laughs> he chooses to die in style. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be funny. Marlboro Reds. It'd be cool uh, to see, um, this is hard for stage because we're talking about cartoons, but I guess mm. you could dress everyone up, right? As they, I Love Lucy did uh, cigarette ads, too. Oh, okay. They're, did they? Yeah. In the- like, not, in, with, not within the show, oh, okay. but mm. there, there's commercials. You can find them on YouTube. Like, Ricky's sitting on a chair, and Lucy comes by and offers him some cigarettes. Keep your man happy with blah, 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 blah cigarettes. That's crazy. Yeah, and it's interesting because I don't think they're in the carton either. They're in like, because people smoked inside back then. So oh, they, yeah, they my would mom have smoked inside. Yeah, they would have like special trays just for cigarettes, which sounds insane now. Mm-hmm. But um, well, the women would have those. What are they called? The pipe. The you put the cigarette in it so your fingers don't get yellow and dirty. It smells bad. It smells. The little. Oh yeah. They're those... like adapt, not adapters, extenders. It, yeah, I think those extenders. They had mm-hmm. really long what were they ones. Called? There was a name for them. I forget. I used to have one once, though. <laughs> it was for a party, but I tried to use it in real life, and it did not work well. <laughs> but it was, yeah, so your fingers wouldn't smell or get dirty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be like what? Cigarettes in general for women, like cigars were for men and cigarettes No, were no, for cigarettes women. were for men. C- women didn't smoke cigarettes until the 20s. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, the women's lib happened. Women got the vote in 1920. And then flappers happened. They cut their hair. They started wearing pants, loose skirt, shorter dresses, and then smoking got in style for them, because before it wasn't. It was considered unbecoming of a woman to smoke. Oh, interesting. So before then, only men smoked. Oh, okay. That's hmm. why you didn't see a lot of women with pipes and stuff. Oh, that's interesting. I always that's funny. I didn't even know that. I just always I guess made that up in my head. Well, hmm. it just, it just seems like women don't really smoke, but they it, do, it was it's it wasn't stylish until the twenties. Okay. And then afterwards, women smoked like motherfuckers. Yeah, my mom smoked so much. Yeah. She wouldn't smoke until 6 p.m., mm-hmm. and she'd smoke a pack a night. Oh, Jesus. shit. Yeah. That's crazy. So yeah. she would just be like chain smoking. Yeah, she had, oh, yeah, like like cigarette off a cigarette, yeah, and yeah, she yeah. would just destroy Coors Light. I mean, <laughs> boy, howdy. Well, they t- well they've been scientifically proven to, proven to taste better, like alcohol and cigarettes. Oh, really? Yeah, if the alcohol makes the cigarette taste better, the cigarette enhances the alcohol it's oh, it makes sense. yeah like it's really like dipping a cookie in milk <laughs> <laughs> that's funny because i don't smoke cigarettes but when i drink every once in a while yeah people I that really drink though but like i, I want to hit off your cigarette and i'm yeah. like i get it but yeah, yeah jesus christ yeah. this will be like i wonder what is the well i think i know uh the cigarettes of today 30 50 years from now will be probably coca-cola or sugar right what do you mean? Like, like there's no science behind, or like the cigarette companies battled advertising for a bit with 
you know, causes cancer and shit. But I feel like there's going to be scientific data to produce that sugar, like in Coca-Cola. Causes cancer? Causes cancer. I'm pretty sure that that science already exists. Yeah. Yeah. But it'll be like, you know, that, that also existed with cigarettes back in the day. They just didn't tell anyone about it. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, they already found connections with Diet Coke and like MS. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The aspartame. Oh wow. That sucks. Yeah. Aspartame. Yeah, I know. Don't. Um, <laughs> I quit drinking soda this year because I was afraid that that my brain was going to turn into slime. Because I hear that when you die, there's <laughs> slime on your brain if you drink Diet Coke. And so I just believed it, and I was like, "All right." Where did you hear that? Um, uh, CNN.com. Yeah, uh, I may have been watching an ad for. It was an ad. Uh, oh, no, God. it was like I don't know. Like <laughs> they say that like they cut a bunch of people's heads open, like after they were dead, uh-huh. and that they had this like weird slime over their brain, and then they couldn't figure out what it was from, and then they went back, and the one common thing that they all had in common, supposedly from their, they learned from their families, was that they all drank diet soda. That's so strange. Mm-hmm. Or it could just be genetic. And they all did it because they've always had that. Every generation, they just only looked at those dudes. Maybe. You know? I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, anyways, how about that LA Times, guys? <laughs> what if, was the slime bad for them? <laughs> no, don't go away from the slime. Yeah, we want to get it, back to I this. I believe that it was bad. And also, like, there's, like, links to depression, too. Mm. What is the slime, though? I don't know, like, I don't know, part of their brain gone awry. I have no <laughs> idea what it was. I don't, I didn't read. I'm. <laughs> he didn't read enough, but he I made a whole life choice yeah, based off of it. Yeah, a whole life choice based off this, but don't really remember much other than like, whoa, depression and brain slime? No, well, thank is, you. I've never sketch. heard about the brain slime one. I heard about the MS one, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I remember I used to drink Diet Coke a lot, and then I didn't feel good if I drank too much of it. Like physically, like my, I remember my legs would hurt. Mm-hmm. And then so I stopped drinking Diet Coke. What about regular Coke? Would your legs hurt? Regular, regular Coke? Coke is fine. Hmm. I just, I don't drink that much of it anymore. Mm-hmm. I rarely, I don't buy soda anymore at this point. Yeah. Like I'll, I had some today because I was out with my parents mm-hmm. and it was like a hot day and it's, it feels great to have a Coke with like hot food on a hot day mm-hmm. and it feels like a treat, but I don't drink soda like every day. Yeah. Plus, it fucks up your teeth pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, like, I have horrible teeth. You think from so Probably from fucking smoking cigarettes, though. That's it's so... probably from lots of things. <laughs> but, yeah. The end. Cool. Uh, any other pitches based off of that? Um, I think we got zero pitches out of that. Uh, yeah, we got a couple, we had like maybe. Two, two, two mm-hmm. maybe two. Let's mm-hmm. try another one. Okay. Do another article. And this time we'll actually focus on the pitching <laughs> instead of, instead whatever, of whatever tangent. Instead of having great conversation. Yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. But I well, feel like great conversation sometimes leads to good pitches. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean? of course. Yeah, because I mean, something stimulating for a reason. Mm-hmm. Okay, wildfires after record rain are a reminder of climate change complicated consequences. There you go. Dozens of wildfires burning in the West are symptoms of our increasingly variable climate. Does that make you think? Of- uh, I could just see like a like a just like a whole bunch of like people pointing at the fire being like see climate change exists and then a whole bunch of people point at the rain being like see climate change doesn't exist when you said you said wild fl- did you say wild you said wild fires wild fires yep i heard wild flowers <laughs> a bunch of wild flowers are, are proof that climate change exists and I'm just like, what do these flowers look like? <laughs> that people are like, whoa, we fucked the planet. Jesus. How awful are these flowers? <laughs> you guys, or it could be like the wall flowers are here to remind us that climate change exists. <laughs> just a bunch of people not dancing at a party. Yeah, being like, guys, hold on. I have six more songs to remind you about climate change. <laughs> oh. You guys remember that band? I, the Wallflowers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What song? What was their big song? They had a oh, they had this one hit song, and I remember even as a kid being like, This is talking down to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh this buggy eyed Bob Dylan's son. Um I think all my friends listened to them. Uh-huh. 
the I wild wildflowers wallflowers the wallflowers. wallflowers oh okay it was like the same like they're like around the same time as the cranberries right <laughs> yes these are great names yeah oh, cranberries god i used to love the cranberries <laughs> i just liked singing zombie because it was fun to make that sound i heard them recently and i remember thinking i'm like it's kind of insane that this band caught on because they have such a kind of a weird sound but also yeah it's something about it was so uniquely 90s what a, yeah. what a great band so irish too <laughs> <laughs> uh um yeah just a bunch of 90s bands sticking around to tell you about climate change. <laughs> <laughs> like a We Are the World, but of not like yeah, washed but up it's, 90s bands. Yeah, just a bunch of one-hit wonders. That's really funny. Like four non-blondes. Mm-hmm. Everclear's there, too. Yeah. Everclear is pretty popular, though, right? They're not, they weren't a one-hit wonder. They weren't a one-hit wonder. They right? weren't a one-hit wonder, but they're not really around anymore. I don't think I've ever... But one-hit wonders coming together to think about climate change is pretty funny. It is pretty mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. Because then you could just have like, just sing your good song. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know they're like, we just want to hear, Ice Ice Bay. I don't know. What if what if, the, what if them coming together? That's going to be their second hit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like all of their second hits. They're combining their powers of the one mm-hmm. to create one more. Yeah. <laughs> what other one hit wonders were from the nineties? Like, there's so many. Uh, I also get late eighties mixed up with nineties sometimes. Yeah, yeah, combine them for this. Get a whole spectrum of yeah. I feel like if it's late who's 80s. Who's the guy that sang Wild Thing? <laughs> wild Thing. Or who's the guy who, the Rick yeah. Roll guy? Oh, oh, are you talking about, is it Young M- Oh, Funky, Comedina. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw uh, him at a... Uh, what was that guy's name? Roscoe's Wild. <laughs> <laughs> Roscoe's Chicken and Wild? Yeah. Uh, I yeah. saw... Um, he sounds the same. <laughs> I saw, what's his name, uh, from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uncle Phil? Carlton. Carlton? I saw Carlton at Roscoe's once. Was he working or? No, <laughs> no. He was just having uh, dinner ah. to go. He came in and picked it up and left. No, cool. I didn't want to stick around. No, no, didn't want to. Um, fun- uh, what's that guy's name, though? Funky Comb. I mean, we have the Wild internet. We could thing. look it up. It's more fun if we figure it out. I'm, I definitely don't know. It's not Young MC, because that was the principal's office guy. But they came out around the same time, and I, they sounded a lot alike. I don't know anyone's name. Cool Modi, is that it? I think so. Sure, Cool Modi. It sounds right. It sounds yeah. sounds like a one-hit wonder's name. He had two hits though. Okay, well he's off the list. <laughs> we want one-hit wonder. Yeah. Was Kid Rock classified as a one-hit wonder? No, I don't he, think so. No, because his he, he had, had a cowboy, pretty... which is on a whole other album. And then he went country and got like really popular with some country songs. Yeah. Oh, that's strange. Mm-hmm. So. Got to exclude him from that list. But you could create a pretty solid list of one-hit wonders. If that... you listen to a lot of his songs, though, it does sound like an eighth grader's, a pissed-off eighth-grader's poetry. It... Like, they're not greatly, ri- like, very well-written Yeah, songs. well, Kid Rock had, like, he came from a pretty, I think, wealthy family. So he had Did just, he? Yeah. That's funny, because he's saying about living in a trailer park. Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not. He came from a wealthy family? Yeah. That sounds so made up. Mm-hmm. I want to know. Could be. Now I want to know. Look yeah. that shit up. Yeah, look up. <laughs> Was Kid Rock, did he grow up wealthy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is important. Because he, he has like a juggalo feel to him. No one that ever <laughs> juggalo anything. I love how I type in Kid Rock and the first thing that pops up. Kid Rock dead? <laughs> okay, let's see. He's like super, super right wing. Yeah, here we go. That sounds Romeo, right. Michigan, so, yeah. uh, William Bill Ritchie, a car dealer who owns several local dealerships. What was his What was his name? In Detroit, his dad, uh, 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 William Bill Ritchie. That's his. But but he grew up wealthy. I mean, I'm assuming if you have a couple of car dealerships, they're pretty. I went to school with a kid whose dad. Yeah, grew up on a six-acre luxurious estate. Boom. Damn. 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 So if you liked Kid Rock and thought he was from the trailer park, your shit just got crushed by Wikipedia. Yeah. Well, it weirdly makes sense now. Sure. Mm-hmm. A lot of it does. I mean, there are a lot of There's people. There's got to be something there that's pretty funny, too. I just don't know what the angle is. I just like something about Kid Rock and all those people. Like, I feel like with them, like, they, if they did come from, like, authentic trash roots, like, it, it gives them some sort of cred. 
Like right. I imagine the flaming hot Cheeto guy came from trash roots and is now <laughs> a celeb. Mm-hmm. But now knowing that the flaming hot Cheetos guy <laughs> grew up <laughs> on a wealthy estate, I don't know how I feel about that. Right. It does sort of ruin. I mean, because like I thought of like Ba with Ba as kind of my like your anthem, my anthem. And mm-hmm. now that I know that he was rich, it's like, what does that even mean to me? We now? still had to work hard. Maybe he. <laughs> it's just weird that he he appealed to people who were poor. social economic, you know, like right. that he didn't apply to. But I do like <laughs> I love these interrupting sketches. It's in my brain right now. But yeah. him like doing one of those tiny desk radio. Have you seen those? Tiny Desk Radio, where it's basically like an artist and he's playing acoustic to maybe a couple, I don't know, maybe 10 people, very, Mm -hmm. very like small, intimate, and just having one guy be like, hey, man, I heard you were fucking rich when you grew up. What's, you know, Mm -hmm. like questioning all his you know upbringings mm-hmm. and he and and then you know kid rock has no place to go it's not like yeah. you can kick him out or be on his stage you know uh, i mean i guess you still do have to work hard <laughs> i mean i guess i guess yeah. but if your image is built about being yeah, you're white lying trash to me, right yeah because the thing is the strokes they all their parents were rich too but they don't really pretend to be poor right so There's plenty of rappers that do this all the time. Oh yeah, for street cred. Yeah, so I mean, there's rumors about how Fifty Cent like purposefully got shot or made up that he got shot or some shit like that. Like there are a lot of a lot yeah, of that. But goes making around. up that you got shot and being wealthy, I feel. Well, I, mean, I guess maybe that's not that different. It's all about like you know street cred, I guess. Yeah, it's just different, different shade of the same bullshit. Yeah. What about like um. What about like a union of rappers trying to get street, like trying to figure out ways to get street cred? Mm, okay, so they like meet up like a town hall kind of yeah. thing. They like take turns shooting each other. <laughs> no, you don't shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> I I always love how they like if you change your voice, you know, hardcore rapper. Yeah, and then behind closed doors, they're just completely. What if it's like um, a rapper's university and? To graduate, you have to get shot. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the funny. final, the that's final like the, thing. Yeah, it's like uh, Tony Robbins when you have to run across the hot coals. <laughs> it's, it's like the final step. Yeah. You get shot, and now, and, with, then, and now here's your diploma. Yeah, yeah. here's your microphone. Mm, they had a funny South Park episode. I always bring up South Park because it's so good. They're fucking great, man. And Butters went to a pimp convic- convention. Mm-hmm. And all the pimps were like, you know, they were just talking about pimp stuff. You know, Butters turned into this huge pimp because he was kind. <laughs> he was a kind pimp. And that changed the game. Yeah. But it was kind of like he had this, you know, mentality of, uh, of um, I don't know what I was going with that. <laughs> it was I was trying to wrap it back up to you talking about getting shot as a graduation. But. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Good work. Yeah. Um, it happens sometimes. Yeah. Uh, what, what what was the article? You're saying about wildfires, wildfires. <laughs> and, and climate change. Yeah. yeah. Climate change. <clears throat> my dad does that though, which fucking annoys the shit out of me. He he's he will say like, "Oh, there's more uh, uh, CO two emissions coming out of volcanoes every day than there is with cars." And I'm like, "That this is not true. Like, it's like a proven fact that that's not true." You know, right. but I've he, heard the same thing about like cow farts too. Cow farts are pretty serious, though. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, methane by by cows is crazy. I mean, that's why they're chopping down the rainforest is just to have land to have livestock. That's it. Oh, yeah. So cow farts are real, the mm-hmm. real deal. Uh, I could watch someone talk about <laughs> cow the dangerous the the dangerousness. Yeah. The danger of the danger of cow farts. There you go. I could watch that for a whole one man show. A well, solid... it's, it is also a super real thing. That's <laughs> another like reason to go vegan is because it's environmentally like right. you're not contributing to that. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, yeah, the yeah also because the the stuff they're feeding the cows is not stuff they're supposed to be eating. They're mm-hmm. supposed to eat grass, but they're feeding them grains and corn, and they're not supposed to eat it. Yeah, can't digest it. So they're farting even more, right. and yeah, it's 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 really fucked. Yeah, you know what you you know what I read an article not too long ago. You give a cow seaweed, and it reduces his methane emissions by like eighty percent. Yeah, 
I could see the look on your face. You're shocked by that. Yeah, uh, but then, I, but then you're giving a cow seaweed. Yeah, but he's who the fuck be, cares? He's a pretentious cow now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh. he's gonna think he's better than everyone. Yeah. He's gonna start growing out his bangs, <laughs> yeah. and all the cows are gonna turn on him. Yeah, he'll be the one cow that mm-hmm. drives a Prius, and yeah. <laughs> he has glasses he doesn't need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, this cow is very expensive. <laughs> all right, cool. Now we're going to go and read. Uh, we're going to read a sketch and then get out of here. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Jeremiah's got a hard out. I, I got a hard out at. 7:30. So, uh, do you want to? Do you have your computer? You want to pull it up? Oh yeah. Or no? Yeah. Yeah. Pull it up so you guys can read. So we had a. Um, I'll kind of give the rundown of. We had a. Uh, 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 guest send in a sketch. Mm-hmm. Noah uh, Bruner. I, th- I hope I'm saying that right, Noah. If this is your sketch, and I butchered your last name. I apologize, but um, we're going to read your sketch. Uh, so his sketch is titled Joel, Joel and Erica versus the Mop of Deception. And you said that it's... It's in a... The sketches folder? Yeah. The no, fan sketches. Oh. We have a whole... Joel and Erica versus the Mop of Deception. There it is. V2. Oh, so he written this. I, I believe if the email was correct, he wrote this for a uh, UCB class, so... Are we reading it out loud? Yeah. We're okay. going to do a little read out loud. Okay. Uh, I'm going to cast it out. Okay. Okay. Tweety, you want to be Joel? Okay. Would you like to be Erica? Okay. Okay. I'll be stage. And I think that's it. I think you guys... Think that's uh, it. Yeah. If there's any other ones, I'll I'll, I'll jump in and, okay. and get it. Okay. But, okay. Here we go. Interior apartment. Erica sitting on a couch in a small living room playing a video game. Joel yells from the other room. Hey, Erica? Yeah? Uh... Did did you get a new mop? Huh? Joel enters the room holding a mop. Did you get this new mop? Nah. Did your boyfriend bring it over? Don't think so. He wasn't he hasn't been over in a few days. Did your mom come by or something? No. Well, where did it come from then? It's not yours? If it was mine, I wouldn't be asking about it. Fair point. Are you even listening? Yes. No, you aren't. Eric puts down the controller and stands up. You're freaking out about a mop? I'm not freaking out. I just want to know how a mop that I didn't buy and you didn't buy ended up in our apartment. Don't you think that's weird? I guess, but stuff goes missing and show up all the time. Maybe it's an old mop we lost? I'd remember that. Did the landlord come by and drop off a mop? Is she trying to tell us we need to clean up? Nah, she's on vacation. Well, then where the hell did it come from? Probably Target. Very funny. You know what I mean? Did you do you think someone broke in and left a mop? I don't know. Maybe it's their calling card or something. You keep reading. Oh, like like how the Joker <laughs> leaves a Joker at the crime scene. You want me to call Batman? No, I want you to help me figure out what the hell is going on here. Look, man, I think you're overreacting. Some sick monster broke into our apartment and left a mop and you think I'm overreacting? That's it. I'm calling 911. Oh, God, please don't. Joel's already dialing the phone. Hello, 911 operator? Yes, I'd like to report a break-in. He pauses to listen to the operator. No, not a burglary, a break-in. Someone broke into my apartment and left a mop behind. Another pause? No, my mother didn't bring it over and stopped laughing. Another pause? They hung up. Because you're being insane. Can you just calm down? Okay, okay, you're right. I'm calm. They sit down. Erica goes back to her phone. Joel looks around, then squints at the floor. Does the floor look cleaner to you? What? No, I don't think so. It just looks like the floor. I'm telling you, it wasn't this clean before. Oh, here we go. It's become very clear to me that we're being stalked by some sociopath who liked to toy with his victims before he strikes. Man, this is insane. What's insane is letting this freak get away with it. It, I ain't... E- I ain't going out like that. Joel walks to the closet. He opens it up and pulls out a gun. If you're not going to do anything, I will. Jesus, man. Where did you even get that gun? It's not yours? No. Holy shit. He left a gun. Blackout. Boom, boom, boom. All right. There we go. Thanks, Noah. 
So, uh, yeah, so what do you think? Uh, okay, so the game is he's flipping out because he doesn't uh, know the origin of where this mom came from. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, they need to get to the game sooner. There's a lot of small talk at the beginning that could just be eliminated. Um, so like, are you saying, so do you think you should start? It's turn the, no, turn the Wi-Fi off. Yeah. Oh. Or cause it's putting stuff on that cord. Sorry. You're good. No, no, no. You just don't lay it on here cause that fan kicks it and then it. Yeah, I get um, feedback on the line. So, do you think it should be something where they can like literally start at a line like? Um, cool. There's literally a bunch of lines where like, "Hey, Erica, what? Hey, Erica, what?" And mm-hmm. it's just like, "No, we don't have time for this." Yeah. So move right into. Did you get a mop? And she's just like, "No." Okay. Yeah. So like, oh, that's like halfway down the, almost three quarters of the way down the first. Yeah, page. and if he is gonna freak out like that, um, he sh- it should show him freaking out. That what? could be my fault. Um, Bad performance. No, but there could also be an action line. Oh, right. Yeah, like just asking, because like he'll ask, he'll ask a bunch of questions which seem normal at first, but then all of a sudden he's like, "I'm calling nine one one," and it's just like, and I, I think, okay, so like Joel's the strange one in this. Yeah. But Erica should also call him on it, being like, "Why does it matter?" And then and ne- ne- there needs to be a strong why there okay yeah so and also erica should react more instead of just being like a, a pet peeve of mine and mark rennie's it turns out is like when someone within a sketch goes this is insane yeah mm-hmm. i noticed that exact same line i was like oh well what you're doing is crazy game move crazy yeah. and it's just <laughs> it might as well be doing that yeah. yeah what you're doing requires no explanation but it's insane and mm-hmm. so it's just it's kind of sloppy um so it could she could have been like why why is this bothering you so much would have been a better line or um Are there other ways that Erica can react or other things that you think she can say that kind of builds out her character more? Uh, Yeah, they could totally rest the game for a second and be like, can you please just like settle the fuck down and we can, you know, finish watching Scandal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, she's playing a video game, so she could have easily just gone back and turned put the game off the pause and started playing again. Right. Well, that doesn't really say anything about her character, oh, though. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Like they could like what are they doing? Right. Are they roommates? Are she has a boyfriend and um did they just move in? Mm-hmm. Why is this bo- why is this bothering him so much? What's their relationship? How do they know each other? Right. Are they friends? Or are they just roommates? What's up? Okay. And um yeah, and when he freaks out, um Erica can Erica I guess is supposed to straight man. But mm-hmm. the thing with straight man is like people a lot of people don't seem to take for granted is a straight man supposed to be like this is insane it's like no 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 no. the straight man's supposed to add right Mm -hmm. the straight man can totally be funny it's something i really can't stress enough i think straight men oftentimes for me personally are the funniest part of the sketch Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh pat because you're getting the laughs because because in essence right the straight man is the audience Mm -hmm. right they're the rational thought they're the ones who are coming up with like when they say a line, the audience is also like, "That's something I would say," and because it matches what they're thinking, then it gets a laugh, right? They, well, they they ground it, and they can also add to the reaction. Mm-hmm. Like she could be like, "Joel, why are you freaking out? You weren't freaking out when I'm, you know, you found me passed out on the floor this morning. Right. Oh, yeah. Why is this a big deal?" <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And so, um, yeah, good. it's like you're freaking out about a mop. Okay, I get it. I'll move my car later. Jesus. <laughs> But no, it's um, it's just a lot of what, what? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of that, and um, uh, yeah, no, she Erica can totally have funny lines. She could totally add to this. Ha- has he done this before? Right. Yes. It almost feels like a missed opportunity too if she doesn't have a funny line mm-hmm. because her reaction to the crazy like uh, Pat Mc, Patrick McDonald, uh, he called it um, paying rent when your rents due. Mm-hmm. Refer to it in that way, like if they throw up something that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And all you say is it's crazy. Mm-hmm. You're not really paying the rent. It's mm-hmm. like there's an opportunity there for a joke that you're not giving the audience. Yeah, yeah. By just dismissing from the crazy. from the straight, straight man's man. point of view. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. Like, why is he freaking out so hard about a mop? 
for that he doesn't remember buying. Because really what they're saying is why. That's what the straight man's ultimately saying by yeah. crazy is why are you doing that? So if that doesn't get the joke, then the at least the justification of the why. Yeah, and also you could have yeah. also just have uh, Erica react realistically. Because if someone was like asking you, where did this come from? I'm calling the cops. You'd be like, Dude, chill the fuck out. No, yeah. you're not. Uh, yeah. I have weed everywhere. Put that fucking <laughs> yeah. phone down. And oh, yeah, that, and like that alone, it like there's a beat there that's yeah. so funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. like her trying to like put her. Yeah, no, like it, it, whenever yeah. someone wants to call the cops in real life, everyone's like, okay, 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 everyone, let's settle down for a second. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't yeah. be like, you're being crazy. Yeah, right. and you wouldn't just, you know. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Unless, like, unless he calls the cops all the time and then mm-hmm. that person knows that and be like, Gerald does not going to drive down here. You know, like mm-hmm. officer, whatever. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. she has an intimate relationship yeah. now. And also the 911 operator. Yeah. I don't see them laughing at like, oh my God, like yeah. my, my mop's missing. Um, I don't think I don't think a 911 operator would laugh at that. They just hang up. Yeah, or yeah. they'd be like, "Sir, I have a multiple shooter yeah. on the other line." Yeah, yeah, which is another missed opportunity because the reason she can't listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny. Mm-hmm. And also, there's something you said that made me think, and then I stopped thinking. Get back to thinking. Yeah, just um, yeah. But yeah, uh, I've lost. Oh, if so, if he if he's the type of person that calls the police over a mop he doesn't recognize mm-hmm. like what other things yeah this is true what else yeah. mm-hmm. police i mean because that's not like the first time he's done it then you don't yeah, go be so comfortable to calling them yeah over a mop right. yeah quickly. Like, like erica could be like can you just settle down and make a sandwich or something and be like okay and they're like wait there's more than one mustard in this fridge yeah. what the fuck how does this even happen yeah. you know mm-hmm. like little i better call the cops <laughs> yeah it's like whose salt is this is this mine i don't I only do coarse salt. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to get raped if we don't figure out who got this salt. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like the last time he found something that was unaccounted for, he happened to be one of the people that almost got killed by a mass killer. And so that's his whole thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. And so that makes sense, but it just sucks because like, you know, when you have multiple roommates, you're going to, there's going to be a lot of stuff that's unaccounted for. Right. Mm-hmm. But and, then also mm-hmm. at the end, doesn't he sort of have to be murdered? Um, like if you, like, isn't that the 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 gun? Show the gun, fire the gun, kind of thing. The checkups gun. Well, I'm just saying in general, like to subvert expectation. Like Mm -hmm. everybody expects him to be crazy, but what if he's right? Yeah, it'd be funny for him to come on. Just let's go. You want to go get some ice cream? Let's let's go get some ice cream. You know, oh, calm. Like, okay, I love ice cream. And they walk out, and then there's a guy behind the curtain with a scream mask on, and he Mm -hmm. goes. I'll be here when they get back, you know, or some kind of line that he's been, there actually was a guy there, but it doesn't really justify why that fucking serial killer. Yeah. Or it could be you know. like, um, if it's not killer, it could be, he thinks that this changes the relationship too. It's like, he could think, oh, um, if Erica's his girlfriend's like, oh, is Erica cheating on me? Whose mop is this? Oh, and then yeah. the next beat could be like, okay, whose pants are these? Pants appear, pants disappear. <laughs> yeah. You know? What what's the big deal? Mm-hmm. And it's like, whose car is it out front? Cars come, cars yeah. go. That's yeah. what they do. Yeah. Calm down. <laughs> Who's he... this guy in my bed? Guys come, uh, guys uh, go. That's yeah. what they do. Calm down. And then you'd be like, at the very end, be like, well, I still don't understand why there's a mop here. <laughs> but whose mop is this? Seriously, yeah. I don't mind paying for it. I just need to know who's yeah. it. Who's it is? It's all hung up on the mop. I just like the idea of like once she once she finds the one guy. And then, like, everything is just another, like, naked yeah. guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, the thing with this sketch is it doesn't really heighten. Mm-hmm. It it does, but, like, way, way, way later. So, when it does, it's like, wow, what a reach. Right. So, I, I think it need, they need to do a better job of heightening it. Like, there needs to be a middle beat in there. So, it, the 911 call doesn't seem so, like, oh, it's time for the sketch to end. <laughs> let's, right, right. Let's crank it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's a good note for sure. These are all great. Notes. Cool. Great. Well, thanks, Noah. Thank you for sending in your sketch. Thank you. Sorry yeah. if that was harsh. No, no, it was good. He'll, uh, you know. That was not harsh at all. Yeah, it was it, good. That's all constructive stuff. Send, if you do a rewrite, send it, send it back in. We'll, mm-hmm. uh, we'll tear that we'll, to shreds. We'll tear that last, one. Last <laughs> night, um, I pitched a sketch to Dan Bannis and he punched me in the face. That sounds like Dan. Yeah. That really? Sounds like, aggressive. Makes sense. So yeah. that was not harsh at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, also, everyone else listening, if you want to send your sketch in, send it to foopod, F-O-O-W-P-O-D, at gmail.com. Don't send it to Dan Bannis. He'll yeah, punch you in the face. He'll punch you in the face. <laughs> yeah, and he probably won't read it. Because you know, he's a fucking monster, he's a fucking a-hole. Yeah, he's a monster. Uh, <laughs> uh, cool. All right. Well, um, do you have any uh, uh, plugs that you want to kind of pitch? Um, Anything going on you want people to see? Where can they find uh, you? Where can they? My team, Karate Karate, has a monthly show at UCB Sunset. I don't know when the next one is because I'm terrible. <laughs> um, I have go on I'm UCB go- and yeah, the fig- website. Yeah. Figure it out, you lazy fucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I watch I do until I don't, which comes out in theaters September first. Very cool. Um, and I my Twitter is that mm. Connie Shen. That Connie Shen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you spell that for people? Yeah, T H A T C O N N I E S H I N. I guess there's only one way to spell Connie, huh? Yeah, people get my yeah. last name wrong all the time, though. They put a C in there for some reason. Really? Yeah, it's yeah. insane. Yeah. That's funny because Shin to me, that only it's not like Chen. one way to spell it. Yeah, right? and I'm like, it's not, I didn't say Chin, but then yeah. I guess, I don't know, people are weird. Yeah, I see. Connie to me is the weird one. <laughs> like, not the weird one, but the one that seems like there could be a million ways to people spell, spell it. it. I, didn't, I didn't know there was multiple ways to spell it until Starbucks. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 They, oof. They fuck that name up so hard. <laughs> Ronnie, Bonnie, Tawny. Yeah. Tawny's a name. I didn't even know that. But yeah, lots of yeah, Tawny, like T A W N Y? Yeah. yeah. The fuck is that? Yeah. That's a strange one. Yeah. But yeah. Well, it's Connie. The, mm-hmm. the, the that Connie. That, that Connie. Mm-hmm. Some, does someone have the Connie Shin? I don't think so. No. I don't I have no clue. Okay. I just went through a Twitter thing. Everyone had the Jeremiah Burton, a Jeremiah Burton. So I have I, I don't know what mine is. Now. I don't remember what it is. <laughs> what is Jeremiah Burton? I think yeah. is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> the Jeopardy yeah. answers. And I'm at I'm Tweety and the podcast is at Foopod F O W P O D. Yep. Uh like and subscribe. I don't think that's a thing you say. Uh we don't have a tagline for our show. Okay. Fish out of water. Mm-hmm. Can you give us a tagline for our show? Fish out of water. Uh, put us back in. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.